Hello, good evening, uh, happy Friday, welcome to the weekend. Um, I'm already rambling because I'm a bit discombobulated this evening, uh, but there we go. What else would you expect from the most professionally run of all the Swindon Town podcasts? Uh, we've got a great panel and some quality content for you, not one, but two World Cup theme quizzes to end tonight's show. But before all that, let's roll them titles. say hello to the panel that are going to be providing that excellent content uh starting with uh thomas the tank engine himself good evening craig uh evening fifey yeah they let me drive the big trains now so i'm, I'm happy, happy as larry mate but yeah I, I don't know about this professionally run podcast what you're talking about there i mean if anyone sees this panel coming on there's uh, nothing professional about it at all i don't think but there we go we, we may not come across as the most professional but we uh we, we certainly are we, we are one of the most uh charismatic panels available for any efl club uh in we make country. up with it with enthusiasm and passion don't we that's, yeah that's what what we, we lack in talent we definitely make up for in enthusiasm <laughs> and passion that's that's the equivalent that's the equivalent of the clubman trophy that you get at the end of season <laughs> awards isn't it so uh mate there is a story i i once got uh during my my youth years uh, I once got uh, 
club player of the year because I was happy being on the bench and still paying my four pound every week uh, <laughs> for, for getting maximum 10 minutes game time. But that's for another day. You mentioned enthusiasm and passion and nobody, nobody on this world uh, sums that up more than our next panellist. Good evening, Ben. Hello, Fifey. How are you today? Very, very well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm all right. I'm slightly vexed with Sky TV at the minute, but it's nothing that can't be sorted. So I'm all good and I'm looking forward to the show. Professional as ever. Um, and professional as ever, indeed, Ben, as Mike has said, Ben has the most practice of being on podcasts. This is true. Ben's possibly our most versatile member, but I do believe I'm still maybe just a couple of appearances ahead of Ben. You are uh, on, on this one. But you, you've done the crew one recently, so you're catching me up there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that was written, mate. That was written. We'll come on to that later because it's Friday night and that can only mean one thing. Not Friday night, Joe, but Friday night was a evening, buddy. Hey. Evening. I, I just I love the Fridays now. I keep saying this, but I'm turning up more on Fridays than I am on Mondays. And yeah, Mrs. is out again. So even better. Have you tried your <laughs> Uh, uh, just yeah, I've had a little trim, but it's we're letting it grow out. We're trying to let it grow out. Oh, you're gonna get oh, the mate, this got a bit of way to go to catch on Joe. This is this is going tomorrow. This is going to be trimmed right back, ready for next week. Oh, is it? Oh, no, no, no. It's not. It's not completely gone because we'd oh. have to change the silhouette. I'm not allowed to change that now until Fools Rush in is no more. But yeah. uh but yeah, this is getting trimmed right back, ready for next week. Yeah, but. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> He's on the ball. We've got, we've got however many people watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at the moment going, why the fuck are you guys <laughs> talking about different hairstyles? They do say the golden rule is to hook the viewer in within the first two minutes, isn't it? And we've failed that miserably, <laughs> haven't we? Oh, I'm <laughs> already tuning off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Putting Craig on first already failed that. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but we are six minutes in and we have not introduced our final panellist of tonight. Let's say hello and good evening to Ocus Road himself. Hello, Nick. Yeah, hiya, Fifey. Let's have a bit of sanity. Let's have some smooth smooth faces. Get rid of all these bloody beards and all, the, <laughs> all, the, all you poncing about when doing your, doing your little combing. So, yeah, let's just... Let, let... Oh. <laughs> That's why he's a hit with the ladies. Yeah, yeah. They, like, they like smooth, mate. They yeah, like smooth. smooth criminal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been, it's been a, a sort of a funny day today. We've got a World Cup round the corner, and I was up in the loft today getting the Christmas decorations out. I mean, what's the, what's going on? Mine are out this weekend as well, Nick. No, my daughter wants my, the Christmas tree out the loft, so. Yeah. Mate, mine are up this weekend. Excellent. Mm. Uh, How so, Hopefully on uh, hopefully by Monday's episode you'll have a, a nice tree in the background lighting up the room. Um, we we have a lot to cover this evening, guys. We have announcements, we have matches, and we have not, as I said in the intro, not one but two quizzes. So shall we get going? And let's kick off with some fools rushing announcements, shall we? Um, and there's a couple of things we'd like to cover. Um, as we've said um, a few times, uh, fans come to us, um, and not only us, but but they ask us if we'd be kind enough to to sort of just mention to anyone watching about their their charitable 
um, efforts. And, and that is something that we are more than happy to do as a pod. I think our fan base is known for coming together when needed. And with everything going on in the world right now, there's no bigger time to come together. Um, so we have got a couple of things we would like to discuss on that front, if you could spare us the time. First of all, the club put this tweet out uh, earlier this week, um, and that is that they're joining forces with the Henry Allen Trust. Um, a lot of you may be familiar with the Twitter user Debs, who got in touch with us to let us know about this in advance and sort of tell me a little bit about it. But I just couldn't do it the justice that it deserved. So Debs very kindly went away when I uh, when I asked her to. And she's had a little video, just a 50-second video prepared for us um, by someone who can who can do it much, much um, better justice. To, just to explain a little bit more about um, what the charity is, what they do. Um, so hopefully um, you will uh, enjoy this video here. Hi everyone, I'm Dawn Allen from the Henry Allen Trust, your local children's cancer charity. The Henry Allen Trust was formed over eight years ago in memory of Henry Allen. Henry is my little boy and he will be forever four, but he had a big wish to help support children, teens, young adults and their families battling childhood cancer. We're asking the amazing guys at Swindon Town Football Club and their fans to help get behind our Christmas Stocking Appeal 2022. Could you, your company, your family, your friends, get behind us and help support your local children's cancer charity? To find out more, go along to Swindon Town Football Club and ask about the Henry Allen Trust. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to being at Swindon Town soon. Bye. Um, thank you very much to Dawn for doing that video for us. Um, a little bit more information, Dawn and, and a few others uh, associated with the charity there will be at the Boxing Day game um, doing bucket collection. Uh, Caroline at the reception at the county ground is also taking donations. So as, as we always say, if you are able to, uh, and only if you are able to, please do. Um, and to show that we're not... Uh, we're not just here throwing stuff out there. I've also been in touch with Debs about making some sort of small donation on behalf of Fools Rush In as well. So we're not just asking you, we, we do back these things up as well. Um, so hopefully that will, what we spoke about will arrive soon. Please follow the link on the club website, uh, find Debs, speak to, speak to everyone involved to find out a little bit more um, about that. And uh, hopefully they will do very, very well this Christmas for, for some seriously ill children that need the help. Um, we also mentioned very recently, and, and I think it's been well established through, again, the club um, and and other podcasts as well, uh, the efforts that Paul Cadis is, is going to at the moment. And uh, I did have a message um, from our friend Claire um, to say that she will be in attendance on Saturday. She'll be in Legends Lounge uh, she's going around with, with the bucket again, trying to raise as much money as possible to help. I think he's appearing on Sir Tom Broadbent tomorrow as well. Um, possibly, I'm sure I read that. Uh, so please, again, if you can, please do. Um, what else do we have to announce? I'm sure there was more. Um, oh, Monday nights, Fools Rush In, a date for the diary for you. So Monday morning, we are doing the record with Danny Wilson that we've been talking about for a few weeks now. And uh, on Monday evening, 
Um, we are starting at the slightly earlier time of 8 p.m. And the reason for that is we have a, another guest coming on live. Uh, former Swindon Town goalkeeper Reese Evans will be joining us. Uh, so we are starting from 8. We'll be talking to Reese about his time at Swindon, what he's up to now, and, and other things going on outside of football before we get into our our usual episode from about nine o'clock. So hopefully you'll all be able to join us. And because it's live, you'll be able to, to post some questions as well to the man himself. Um, so hopefully that should be an enjoyable um, episode as well. Uh, next Friday's episode will be a pre-recorded one. It will be the interview with Danny Wilson. Um, but we should hopefully, if I could get the tech to work, um, have a little sample for you during Monday's episode. But yes, there's no Fools Rushing Live next Friday because we're on our podcast Christmas party. So pre-recorded only, <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, I think that's just about it. I don't think I've forgotten anything announcements-wise. If, if, if I have, it will come to me and I will interrupt proceedings. But should we get on to the usual uh, scheduled viewing, as they say on the telly, and let's talk about this weekend's game. Um, Craig, I'll start with you as you appear first on the screen. How confident are you ahead of the weekend? Um, uh, I'm not too sure, really. I mean, we obviously like um, last um, last Saturday wasn't the greatest of performances, but it was a good result, obviously. Um, I think because Crew they've they've picked up a win, haven't they, in their last game? So they they were on a very poor run. They're obviously down. The wrong end of the table um so so yeah it's a difficult one really to predict how it's going to go um you don't know how we're gonna um perform you know be you know what swindon team's going to turn up at the best of times um i, I think it, it obviously depends on how we line up tomorrow it's, it's important that we get a home win because we haven't got a game as I, I think i said before for for two weeks now so i think if we yeah. got you know pick up a, a win and then it that leaves us in a good position, you know, for, for the two-week break. It's a shame we haven't got a game in between to sort of um, keep some momentum going. But I think I'm, I'm confident that we can get a win, but I, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I think it's, it, you know, we seem to have these games where we don't create many chances, many clear-cut chances, apart from against Mansfield, obviously. That seems to be the exception rather than the rule. And I think that um, you know we can, if 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 we can get enough um, chances. Sorry, my daughter's just turned up, and she's uh, um, she an oh, avid Fools yeah. fan. <laughs> okay, yeah. I need my colour straight. All right, I'll be up in a sec. Go on. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Um, this is the dangers of live TV, as they say. <laughs> well, my, my, my missus is out as well today. She's she's out at a Christmas market in Oxford, so it's just just me mm. on my own. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think we can get a result. I don't know much about um, the actual crew team themselves. There's not many players that I recognise in in that in that crew team when I had a look at it earlier. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I think we can get a result. I know, um, when I was watching the pod on Monday, uh, there was a few of the guys who, who were saying about starting Louis Reed. Now, to be honest, you know, and, and I can see where people are coming from because, you know, people are saying he can make a difference in that holding midfielder role. And we were saying about how our midfield were leaving the back four exposed. And that was, obviously key to the goal that we conceded last Saturday. It, it was, you know, the, 
they just cut through our midfield like a, a hot knife through butter, didn't they? And um, really left our defence, you know, um, struggling. But I don't know if Louis Reed can make a difference now. Has he made a difference in the games that he started this season? What, eight, nine, ten games? I can't say that he has. So I think that Ben Gladwin should be dropped to that position. I think it was, was it the, was it the, um, it was half of one of the games we played and he, he filled in that position and he did a good job. So I think maybe putting in him and then pushing um, Khan further up the pitch to do what he does as a good box-to-box midfielder. The only, the only danger I see there is there's a difference between filling in and having to play the role. Yeah, but I mean, Gladwin's got the experience now, hasn't he? He's He can... I think he's got the adaptability as well to 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 fill into that 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 role. He's he's played the game long enough that if he could go in there, you know, or even someone like Iandolo, I you, you know, he's um we we know that he's versatile and he's a victim of his own versatility. But I just don't think that Reed is is the answer there, unfortunately. And uh, people might think I'm a bit harsh writing him off, but we're over a third of the way into the season and. All right, I think he played quite well. I didn't see the game last Saturday, but he played quite well when he came on. From what I was, from what I was saying, so maybe he has done enough to to do that. And I, of course, as always, I would love to be proved wrong. But um, yeah, I, I think that holding midfielder role is going to be key tomorrow. Whoever plays it and how they perform. For me, on on that point, um, if it's a game where we can be fairly certain, for want of a better phrase, that that we're going to dictate tempo, we're going to dictate play, then yes, Gladwin can do that. If it's a game where they're going to be coming at us, I think I would rather he stay in that more advanced role and, and have someone with the legs, you know, to, to you know, really get about. As I've said, my concern with Khan is uh, when he plays that role, he does go looking for the challenge, which is great, but it does leave us exposed. And there's a big open gap in front of those centre-backs and, and that's what I think Louis Reed does well is is he doesn't leave the the gap that exposed. He he goes when he knows he can get there, or he holds his position when he knows he can't. It would be my thoughts there. Uh, while we let Craig go and take care of things at home, Ben, how about yourself? Are you confident? Yeah, well, as as Craig is stereotypically uh, cautious, I'm going to be stereotypically <laughs> bullish um, about it. Um, I actually had a listen to their podcast earlier in the week. And um, they're quite damning about their team at the moment. They're quite down in the dumps. Um, they're saying their last victory against Colchester really was lucky. And they didn't really deserve it. They didn't play very well at all. And the team's not really showing any spark or any sort of um, gump in them at all. And they're concerned that they're going to get tanked coming down. Um, uh, so that's good. They don't, have a particularly, they don't have a particularly good record. No, no, they're, they're a little bit down the dumps with it. And I'm quite pleased with our Prezer as well, with uh, Lindsay pointing out um, that that really we do need to start on the front foot. We do need to get about them earlier. They are going to be a little bit short on confidence. Um, I think formation is key. He did say we're going to play top, top now. He wants Wakelin. He wants Jeff Cott to play together. I think that's great. I think that's huge for us. I think it's just working out whether... And it also gives Tony a reason to be on the bench, doesn't it, Ben? It does give Tony a reason to be on the bench. But Tony also gives us that other option as well, as he's that big hold-up striker. And if we do need to put him there and to lump one up towards the end or 
nick a goal he could do that but uh, i think the, i think the question is the formation whether we go with a diamond or whether we go five midfield um i think personally i do think we got i i, I would love to see darty as the number 10 and really in the pivot and then push Khan up one and then we've got two attacking fullbacks um if we do go for three at the back um I don't know if but McDonald said he might be uh, back again soon, so I think he might be on the bench. But um, I'd much rather have um, Lavinier or um, uh, Blake Tracy in on the left because um, Ian Dollar, though I disagree with his rating of three, yeah. <laughs> I, he didn't particularly have a very good game last week and really was did um, had an immediate impact on the team um, last weekend. I think anyone who's there would agree with an extra five or ten minutes, Swindon would have won that game. Um, and I think really did his part in pushing us on for that. So I'm confident of a good win. I have put down, and I said yesterday, I think we'll get one early and then there's every chance to get through. I've actually gone big and said 5-0. Ouch! I've gone big and said 5 0. Wow. I think we're due a good tanking. We haven't tanked anyone home for a We're due a good tanking? No, we haven't tanked anyone home for a good long time. So I said, I'm definitely going to lay that bet. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, crew do play a passing game. They do try and play football the right way. And if we can press and get about them, then I think we can. they can cause get them to cause errors as we do occasionally and I think we've got players to pounce and capitalise on that and I think a formation is important to get that and I think the start, the tempo is important but I think they're there for the taking uh, Was it Ben kind of mentioned it there but the, the suggestion is that McDonald will return to the squad at least um, we mentioned on Monday about how defensively the team set up last weekend and, and obviously we, we took the opportunity to praise Harry's do we think if the skipper is back in the squad, does he go straight back into the eleven, or is he on the bench? Does Harry's keep his place after last week? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't drop Harry's. Um, if we're gonna, I can't see McDonald coming straight back into the eleven. I'd love him to because everyone knows I'm a massive fan of McDonald and Clayton. Um, uh, the point on the formation is that if it was Clayton and McDonald were fit, then we wouldn't be playing three at the back. We'd be It would be those two with two wing-backs and it would be four at the back and we'd probably play the diamond tomorrow. But I just don't think Lindsay's got that confidence in Brennan and Harry's defensively to go, oh, we're going to stick four at the back. So I think they'll definitely go for uh, the three and I think Harry's deserves to keep his place. I thought he played well last week. Um, I'd be intrigued if McDonald could come back in. I would put McDonald in. I'd keep Brennan and Harry's and I'd put Blake Tracy out to left wing back. Uh, I just don't think Ellis did enough in that position last week for me. Just didn't didn't create enough for us. He was busy, but just not a lo- not enough on the ball to to help us out. So if McDonald was fit and he could get back in, he would start tomorrow. That's the way I would do it. I would shift uh, Blake Tracy back out to left wing back and I would bring McDonald in alongside Brennan and Harry's. But yeah, I'm, I agree with what Ben said. I think if we start fast and get at them, um, the first goal is massive. If we get it, we'll be. I think it'll be a comfortable win for us. But they play a good style of football, and you know, I mean, they they knock the ball about, and we can say that would help us. But at the end of the day, they could play through the gaps as well. They've always they've got a good model. I've always liked the way that Crew do things. They bring the youngsters through. They've got no fear in chucking them in. Um, they've got a good blend. 
you know what I mean, a couple of good experienced players and a couple of, you know what I mean, I think that Connor Thomas plays for them, I was looking up, you know what I mean, who wasn't, I don't think he was a mug when he played for us, you know what I mean, he's a good set. He was a player. Yeah, I liked him and I think he's one of those that is of that older mould and he'll nurture the young players through, so yeah, I I don't think it's going to be set in stone tomorrow that we're going to hammer them. But if we start fast with the two up top I, and get an early goal, we could be out of sight. Um, but we've said this, we go 1-0 up in games sometimes and we never get that second to finish teams off. So I don't know. All that matters tomorrow is three points. If we're realistically going to be at the top end of this league, we need to beat teams like this tomorrow. And there's no there's no thing about it. Tranmere last week was tough. But this is a must-win, I think, and it doesn't matter how it comes as long as we get the three points. Yeah. Um, do you t- share that same belief, Nick? Yeah, I think we'll comfortable victory tomorrow. Um, dangerous thing to say with everybody being so positive. Um, what date was it that we said recently? We everyone put us down for a decent win, and we either drew or lost. Northampton, I think everyone said we win. Yeah. It's, it's most weeks, I think. Most weeks we say we're going to win. Yeah, yeah, is it is it your man, your man here. <laughs> um, I think forma- formation is going to be interesting because I would like to see them go to a back four because that five at the back didn't work on Saturday. Um, plus, as we said the other day, the, the midfielders, uh, Gladwin was poor i'll repeat myself gladwin was poor um khan was poor iandolo was poor and i think the ratings um the the was it total sports Swindon put out i think they i think he was right in 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 his ratings what he got across the team um i would like to see a back four with uh either reed or khan sat in front and then then three and two um, say the back five didn't work for me at all, and an option would be um, to put Lavinia it right back and push Hutton forward in a three, um, and then he's got that attacking wing space because um, he is their most potent um, person for creating chances. Um, probably, I don't think it'll happen. I think you know whether he goes to a back four or stays with a five. Um, obviously, time will tell, but I, I think I think we'll see a different performance Saturday because listening to Lindsay, he's said what everybody else on here is saying: is it yes, we've got to attack more; yes, we've got to make more chances; yes, we've got to take take teams apart, and that's what he's looking to do. He's looking to get results, but he also wants us to step it up and and get the fans excited about the performance. Now, if we can put that together Saturday, and we've got every chance to do that. As has been said, Crew have been on a bad run. In uh, last month, six games they they drew four and lost two. They beat Colchester, who were I think are now bottom of the league. And as Ben said, um, even their fans were saying they were really lucky with that. They beat Orient in the in the cup, but we know what uh, our friend is for cup games at, at Orient. So you can't really take too much into that. So yeah, we've got every chance of. Uh, getting a good result and hopefully you know a good performance in at the same time you all seem relatively confident you're saying there are certain things that need to fall right for it to happen that way Mm. but 
you, the, the impression I'm getting from you guys is you think this is on us. You know, if, if we don't get the results today, it's because we've done something wrong more than yeah. you're worried about what crew are going to offer. Would that be fair? Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All respect to crew. Um, but they're having a bit of a transitional season after getting relegated from League One, as all the League One teams have just got relegated all seem to be not doing too great at the minute. Um, and they're just trying to get a grip again. It's quite a physical league and they're not doing so well. And being at home, being promotion is our target, uh, being on the front foot, if we don't win, we'll be very critical. Uh, interesting point here made by Sean. I've just flashed up on the screen, Craig. We, we've, we've discussed this in various forms, but um, I think Ben and, and uh, Warren, I think it was, both said about starting quickly. How important is it that the fans are on side from the beginning as well? Don't don't be quiet, and then if it's not going well to begin with, instantly start getting on the backs. It's 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 crucial for our squad that the fans are there from the beginning, isn't it? Well, I think the fans are always there from the beginning. Um, I, you know, but it depends on what we're doing at the beginning. Yeah, you know, it's 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 all well and good saying the fans should be. Um, motivating the team it's, it's like what came first the chicken or the egg it's it, you, you know what i mean um i i look if we're supposed to be doing and i know that Lindsay, you know he probably shot himself in the foot when he said this at the beginning of the season if we're supposed to be playing the exciting attacking football that we were intending to do this season then the crowd would be excited the crowd would be getting behind the team you know the atmosphere would change so that's down to the players to bring that game you know to bring that game tomorrow to generate that atmosphere you know i don't get me wrong you know the crowd plays its part if it gets on the team too quickly then that that can have a negative effect if you start booing players or or things like that early on or, or get restless, then yeah, that that can have a ne negative effect. But no, that is it's down to that first eleven that Lindsay puts on the pitch tomorrow to help bring that atmosphere around. Yeah, you're spot you're spot on there, Craig. We we need to start Saturday like we finished last week because the last ten minutes or so, uh, the team were pushing forward, creating chances, and the crowd were up for it then, and and you started to get a good atmosphere. Um, like everybody said, the first 20 minutes last week, it was a sleep fest. Um, and that is going to affect how the crowd reacts. So it's the same old thing. Score in the first 15 minutes, like we say time and time again, and then push on and go for that second stroke, third goal. And yes, the crowd will be behind us. And uh, that's what we've got to do. Say so start Saturday like we finished last week and, and we'll be fine. I think as I think as well, it, it, the players have got to take some responsibility as well for when we do go a goal up and then just sit back and not create anything. Because I'm sure that that's not what Lindsay's telling them to do. No. He's not. There's no way. You know. There's no way he's saying right. We're one nil up. Let's just take our foot off the gas and just leave it as it is. There's no way that Lindsay's telling them that. So the players have got to take some responsibility that if we do go a goal up in the first 10 minutes tomorrow, it's up to them to keep that momentum going yeah. and go for crew. If you know, like I, I agree with what you know with what Ben and everyone else has said. If there's a team that we could, you know, really attack and 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 get a, a good performance and a good result, it is against crew because they like to play the football. They'll they'll leave gaps, they'll open up, they will. They're, they're going to be a bit similar to us. So mm. That it's a good, it's 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 a really big chance tomorrow 
for us to put a marker down and say, this is the real Swindon town. This is the team that could go up this season by playing, you know, by, by playing really good attacking football. And once we go a goal up, we don't rest on our laurels. We carry on going and attacking and trying to get two, three, four goals. I think the key is ruthlessness. I think that's the major word. Exactly, just, yeah, just exactly. get, if we do get that goal, because the crowd will react. If we get a few corners in the first five minutes and we do create chances and we get that goal in the first 15, the crowd will be up and they will sing. And if, uh, it, it, the current ground will buzz if they look like they're pushing for more and they're hungry for more because the fans feed off that energy. And likewise, so it's, it, it's so important that they do get that fast stop because the fans will respond it's if it's flat and it starts a bit like Tranmere, then it goes dead and it goes the other way but um yeah so it's it, it's all on the players they need to create that spark and then it ignite okay fascinating stuff and if you do want a little bit more uh in the way of preview for this game it'd be rude of me not to to plug this uh, I, I did some words um at the the railway men podcast which uh, have various content out for, from a crew perspective and a Swindon perspective. Uh, they invited me to have my say. Um, ben instantly, in true Ben style, read one of the questions and sent it to me. Um, I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't read it, but my instant reaction to Ben was, have you read my answer to, the, <laughs> to this question? I, I had. It's something <laughs> I would say. But um, can I it just point evil. out that a beautiful man that was on that picture as well. Wish him all the best. <laughs> Except for game Except for one game. Do you know yeah, what? I hope, yeah. he scores. I hope he scores and England win. But I, I, if he scores, I'm still going to cheer. <laughs> I'm like... Oh, I, I hope he gets on the pitch. They, especially if they go 1-0 up, I will not be cheering. Oh, under my breath, get... I still will. I still love him. I'm still going to love him. Wow. Uh, I fear that you may have taken us off course somewhere there. Uh, Mike is predict. I uh, can't see us keeping a clean sheet, but if we attack, we could win 3-1. Ben's already gone big with his score predictions, but let's hear what uh, what you guys think then, Craig. I think 2-1 Swindon. Okay, Nick? I'll go 4-1 Swindon, and I think it's critical we win that game, especially not having a game the following week. Yeah. Um, and I know it would have been FA Cup, but... Um, we need to have a win and then have a break, come back refreshed and crack on then for the uh, rest of the season. Okay. Was that? I'd love to be proved wrong, but I just think we'll, we'll break them down eventually. Um, and then I think we'll win two now. I just, I just, we're never going to run away. I just don't think with it. We've tried and we've tried. And I, I do love that he's going for the two up top. I think that's massive. So we hopefully yeah. can get more chances created. In the end of the day, if a defender scores off the back of his arse in the 93rd minute and we win 1-0, that will still do. Yeah, it'll do. 2-0, uh, yeah. I just think we'll just, we won't be ruthless enough. Yeah. OK. Uh, on Monday, Rich spoke uh, very well about the women's football at the weekend. Uh, just a reminder... Um, Thanks to Woody for providing the information for me. Uh, first team in county cup action. It's a repeat of last year's final away at Warminster. Developments have no game this weekend. The under-18s are at home to Headington. Um, we also spoke, guys, about 
uh, on Monday this was, the FA Cup draw. Um, I haven't <coughs> seen or heard any news which would suggest it's less likely that the free weekends they're going to be able to use the counter ground, which would be a shame in my opinion. I, I hope that there's still time to arrange it if it is possible. Um, because it would be great to have that tie at the county ground, in my opinion. And uh, we, we did have, um, a couple of weeks ago, obviously Woody announced his uh, his position within the club, and we had a couple of messages uh, regarding what happens now, because obviously we as a podcast had sponsored Woody. Um, I'm pleased to say that we have had communication now from the uh, people behind Swimtown Women's, and we hope to have an announcement very soon on what happens with that sponsorship. Um, but something certainly is happening, is is all I can tell you there. Who's not out? <laughs> <laughs> on Woody. On Woody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we head over to the, the second half, essentially, of tonight's episode. And, and gents, we have not one but two World Cup-themed quizzes this evening. Uh, so I hope you've got your uh, your brains in gear for a, a Friday night pub quiz, which I'm sure is going to be nice and straightforward. No controversy, no, no childish gamesmanship, no nothing. Um, I've got the, uh, the starter for you, uh, courtesy of our friend John. Um, he has sent some questions to see how much you know about uh, players who have been at a World Cup that have also represented Swindon uh, before Craig then really tests your intricate knowledge of World Cups past and present. So, uh, so, so here we go, gents. What John has prepared for you, he's even submitted, because he's very kind like this, he's even submitted rules and a point-scoring system for me. Honestly, we should get him on just to do the hosting of these quizzes, you know. Do you know what? We should. Sometime we should just say, John, come on and host a quiz. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't even have to do the whole episode. Just come and host a quiz one night. Dangly waistcoat and stuff. And... So, uh, listen carefully. So we've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We've got eight here. Um, and it's Swindon managers who have also been at World Cups. You get two points if you get the year or years. Um, and one point just for naming the nation. Okay, so a nice easy one to start with. Paul Sturrock, Scotland, eighty-two. Eighty-two is correct. There is also another one. Glenn Hoddle, England. No, no, no. Another year. Oh, another year. Sorry, eighty-six. <laughs> Eighty-six. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, John, yeah. No, I, I did clarify. John's frantically like making no, no. That they played at the World Cup. They managed Swindon. Just to be clear. So, so yes, Paul Sturrock was uh, represented Scotland in eighty-two and eighty-six. Uh, Jimmy Quinn, Northern Ireland. Yeah. Uh, Northern Ireland is correct. Which year? Seventy-eight. No. Early, isn't it? Really, for Jimmy Quinn. Uh, um, Eighty-six. No, it, it can't. Put, sorry, one second. John's saying it's the other way. No, they they were Swindon managers, and they played in the World Cup. It can't be the other way round. They couldn't have played for Swindon and managed in the World Cup. Paul Sturrock didn't manage Scotland in eighty-two and eighty-six. <laughs> we know. We know what it means. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, so Jimmy Quinn, you got Northern Ireland, but what year? Am I out, by the way? Uh, no, we'll, we'll make nah. it a team game as such. Any ideas at all? Only so it's not, it's not 78. Uh, it's, uh, it's not 82, I'm afraid. 86? 86 is correct. Yeah, it would have to be, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be 19, not 94, so it would be 86. Steve McMahon. 1990. England. England. Correct. In 1990. Uh, Ozzy Ardiles. Argentina. Argentina correct. Not 86, Ben. No. Can he win it in 86? I'm obviously not. 82. Not 82. 78, was it? 78 is correct. 78, Nick. crikey. <laughs> and uh, well done, Sean, who just popped up on the screen at the same time there. 78 was correct. Uh, should we just leave this one for Ben? John Sheridan. Republic of Ireland, 1990, the absolute. Republic of Ireland in 1990 is correct, <coughs> but Ben, he went twice. 94. 94 is correct. Uh, the one you've been waiting for, Glenn Hoddle? England. England. Managed in 98 and probably played in 70. We didn't get it. World Cup in the 70s, did we? 82? He did play in 82. He also played... 86. 86, correct. Um, two more. Uh, this one's going to be tough, especially for Joe not being here. Dave Mackay. Oh, he's Scottish, isn't he? He is Scottish. Scottish. Hey, okay, it's got Scottish name. What year did he go to the World Cup, though? Seventy-four. Not even close, Nick. Oh. 60... Oh, yeah, he was old man, wasn't he? Seventy. 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 No. They weren't there in the 70s. It's 70, were they? Oh, yes, and I don't know. Scotland never qualified. Uh, Mike's not happy with you, gentlemen, by the way. I've just realised I've been fucking muted. I've been shouting answers. <laughs> and Wazza's, Wazza's just messaged me saying, Craig, you're muted. I was just looking at Craig and he was just going... <laughs> Like Craig, I thought my Wi-Fi had gone again. Craig, uh, Craig, I didn't even Craig, notice. Craig, get back on the wine. That beer's doing you no good. Oh, I know, mate. I know. I think I should, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good job. It's a good job. I'm hosting the next quiz, isn't it? So. <laughs> Craig, did you know what year that uh, Dave McKay went to the World Cup? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to hazard a guess? He's 66. Got, yeah. 66 is incorrect. No. 58. 58. Well done, Nick. Oh, uh, and then the last one, and, and I'm taking... Oh, four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking some credit here because me and John were discussing this and we were trying to think if there was any more and I picked, I just plucked one out of thin air and he said I was correct. Um, this this uh, gentleman featured in two World Cups, just to help you guys out. Morris Malpass. Oh, Scotland. Scotland. Scotland, 78 yeah. and 82. No. 86 and 90. 
86 and 90 is correct, Craig. Very good, Craig. Mute uh, him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got your brains nice and warm now. Craig, I hand over the reins to you as we test ourselves on our World Cup knowledge. <coughs> okay, can you hear me all okay? Yeah, you're not used mate. What? Okay. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, just a general World Cup quiz. So this is about the tournaments. It's uh, the tournament itself, um, not the qualifying, nothing to do with qualifiers. And when John Tese. Sorry? John Tese, is he an answer? I don't know. Oh. What do you mean you don't know? It's your quiz. What did you say? I said John, John Tese, is he an answer? Oh, right. I don't know. No, no, he's not. No, no. He's the, he's well, I, mean, the I, don't North, know. I don't know who he is. He's the North <laughs> Korean striker who kept crying at the National Anthem. Oh, uh, right. One okay. of the all-time iconic World Cup oh. moments. Right. Okay. You want to get so, yeah, out more, Fifey? Well, I do, but no one wants to go out with me yet. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Okay. So you guys ready? Yeah, born ready. Any, anyone in the comments, feel free to. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll keep an eye on well. the comments. Are you keeping an eye on the scores, Craig? I will. Yeah, I've got it here. Yeah, good luck. I've got. I've got a little post-it note with people's names. Oh, that's going to go well then, isn't it? I relate. Right. So nice, easy one. To start off with. When England. Was the... <laughs> you turn it into Ben. Keep interrupting me. <laughs> When was the first World Cup held and where was it hosted? Uruguay. Oh, Uruguay in 1934. Nick, Nick was right, Uruguay, but you, you guys haven't got the date yet. 1938. No. 66, 62, 58, 54, 1954. I, yeah, I know, but I thought Fifey was wrong. Fifey can't count in fours. 46. Nice. No. no. It was... 42. Uh, um, sorry? 42. Yeah, no. Of course it was. During a war. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> right, I'll put you out of your misery. Oh, Jesus. Not, hang on, hang on. We've got some guesses. Is yeah, it uh, 30? Sean's correct. 1930. Oh, no, yeah, 1930 it was. Around the 30s. Oh, to be fair, uh, Woody also put it. Well, I missed that while I was trying to guess myself. Uh, you see, Mike, there, I have no knowledge about the World Cup, so I should fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, name the five countries that have hosted the World Cup twice. Not England. Germany. You haven't hosted it twice. They're saying not England. France. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Italy, Germany. Italy's right. Germany's right. One more. America, USA. No. Can't be another European one, surely. Argentina, Mexico, no. Uruguay, Brazil. Somebody already said. Somebody already said Mexico. Um, yeah, who said Mexico just then? Was that you, Ben? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mexico's one. Sorry, there's one more. Um, um, yeah, Sean's got it. Brazil. Brazil was the other one. Brasilia. Yeah. 
Well, when I said no controversy, even oh. Warren's logged off in disgust. <laughs> Absolute disgust that Fifey said Brazil and, and got no points. <laughs> yeah, Fifey did say Brazil. Was it for? Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I, I, I'm here for as when I as with PE at school, mate. I just take part for the taking part. I don't play to win. It's all right. You'll get the trophy for being there. <laughs> Participation award. Participation award. <laughs> Okay, next uh, next one. How many countries have competed in the World Cup in its history? Ooh. There's been 20, I think, something like that. 20 World Cups. I would no, 21. Say 21 World Cups. Uh, how many, Ben? 62. 62. Anyone else want to guess? 75. 109. <laughs> Eighty. Okay. Well, Waza was the closest. It was seventy-nine. Ooh. Well, well, done. Done. well, I got the nine right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, which country has won the most World Cups and how many for a Brazil. bonus point? Brazil. Brazil. Brazil three. Four. Four is it? Um, well, Fifey got Brazil first, but you guys haven't guessed the uh, number Six. correct yet. Five. No. Three. Three. Was as right. It was five. Is it? Five Pretty times, awesome. yeah. John was also right. Congratulations. As yeah. was... Sean's good at this, isn't he? You know, we might invite John on to host a, a quiz one night, but don't invite Sean on because he makes us look shit. <laughs> 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 We do, we do that very well ourselves. <laughs> yeah, very well. All right, so um, which World Cup was the first World Cup to have the countries from the home nations attending? When did we say the first one was? 1930. And it didn't come into like 1954, did they? Because you thought it was beneath us. 1950. You are correct, Fifi. Yes! Oh, Okay, um, South Korea finished fourth in the 2002 World Cup. Only one other Asian country has reached the quarterfinals. Which country was it and what World Cup was that in? North Korea, Japan. 66. Nick, you got it? Superb, Nick. Yes. Where did North Korea communist state then? They done quite well. Yeah, well, just because they're because they're communist state, they're not allowed. Well, to, to be to fair, there was like, there wasn't a second there wasn't a second round in '66, so it was um, four teams and the top two went through to the quarters. Um, that's not, was, that's not they upset they, the they, North Koreans. Three nil up against no, Portugal, I'm not saying they? The North Koreans. Yeah. I'm just saying because their country's like under a cloud of secrecy and and. It's not Area 51, Ben. Yeah, this isn't. <laughs> yeah, um, ben, this is Fools Rush In. It's, it's not the geopolitical. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was just explaining myself. <laughs> I'll get back in my box. We don't want any fucking nuclear missiles coming I'm over and smashing joking, my laptop. <laughs> I'm just joking with you, Ben. Um, <laughs> all right, next question. Who was the youngest member of Gareth Southgate's squad in 2018? I should know this. Oh, he's played for Southampton. Oh, what? Not Theo. Theo, no. yeah. No, that's Sven's no. World Cup. Theo Walker. You're, guys, no. you're about 20 years too late. Oh. Um, Gareth Southgate squad in 2018. Oh, Southgate, sorry. 
<laughs> Theo Walcott was the youngest member of Gareth Southgate. No, not Rashford. Gareth Southgate took a load of four. Tucker. Theo Walcott, age 32. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, no, it can't be Rashford. Uh, Trent. Trent's Sorry. out. Trent Alexander-Arnold? Yeah, that's right. What was yeah, it? Trent. Well done, Wazza. Get some sense in. Well done, Waz. Right. Well, it's my generation. Gold, <laughs> Frank and Trent in there. I realised when I was writing this up, a lot of the questions were pre-Wazza uh, and Rich and stuff like that, so I thought I'd better few, throw a few... <laughs> yeah, just, let's, let's just clarify. Like, I, I appreciate Wazza is a very good-looking chap, right? But let's just clarify. There's like 18 months. There's like 18 months between me and Wazza. So if it's outside Wazza's era, it's also outside Fifey's era. All right, fair enough, mate. You're, you obviously <laughs> had a difficult yeah. paper rounds, didn't you? So. I did. Look at look at the state of this. <laughs> you very, you look, look, it's trim, mate. You look good. It's 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 no. Let's not get on beard chat again. We did this in no. the intro. Next one in 1982. Who Shit. scored England's fastest ever goal? Brian Robson. Well done, Nick. Yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah. that's Ooh. controversial. I think Ben got that, Craig. No, I got that. Brian no, did straight away against France. I think that was Ben. Uh, I don't, well, Ben needs to be louder then, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wrong, Ben. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It was, yeah, it was in the, um, England's 3 1 win over it France in 27 again. seconds. Yeah, yeah, Joe. I remember it. Okay. <laughs> um, Woody, Woody. It was Woody. absolutely. Definitely, you're pissed off. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Nick for stealing Ben's points. <laughs> ah, this is descending into chaos, Craig. Get back behind oh, the wheel. Oh, no. Craig, oh, it's stop it. You're pretty... sounding like Ben Sky Salesman now. You're cancelled. Cancelled. What? Okay. I Right. <laughs> there are five countries that have got to the final of the World Cup but have never won it. Name those countries. Holland? Portugal. Yeah. No. No, Fifi, not Portugal. Yeah, Holland, you're correct, Ben. Uh, no, not Argentina. Four more. Um, oh, um, Hungary? Yeah, that's right, Ben. Not yeah, done, yeah. Ben. Croatia? Yep, you're right. Croatia, yeah. yeah, Croatia last Holland? Time, yeah. uh, ben said Holland. Okay, so you'll probably get a point anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I, I, all right, yeah. I'll just Take the fucker off him, Craig. <laughs> yeah, I am. I've given it to Wazza now. fucking the Senate. Yeah. That's fine. I'll take two points. I'm, I'm joking. I've, I've, I haven't done it. I haven't done that, Ben. Right. So two who, more so, sorry. Can we clarify? Who have we said so far? Hungary, Holland, and Croatia. Two, two more teams. Russia. No. Belgium. No. French just intent on naming every country trying to start wars. I'll Denmark. narrow it down. I'm, no, I'll narrow it down for you. They're in. Both teams are in Europe. Yeah. Lipo has got it right. Yeah. Czech Republic and Jordan. Yeah. Czech Republic and Sweden, was it? Yeah. Czech Republic, 1934, 1962. And Sweden, 
They've been checking stuff back here. Sweden, well, it was Brazil beat them, wasn't it? Yeah. Pele. We don't know, Nick. You were the only one alive. Oh, it's only four. (laughs) (laughs) How does being four uh, negate for the fact that you were alive? Alive, well, Gates, I don't remember the game. <laughs> well, you've got a cracking memory. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right, next one then. Um, what was different about the final in 1950 that makes it unique to every other final in a World Cup? No fans. Nope. No bookings. Thinking more of the, the format. Wasn't played on a Sunday. No. Two legs. Played over two legs. No. It, there was no game. It was just a penalty shootout. There was a game. At least one game. It went to a replay? No. The match was abandoned. There was more than one game. Oh, two legs. I said and two it legs. Was, no, it wasn't two legs and it wasn't a replay. It wasn't abandoned. wasn't a replay. wasn't over two legs. That's right. John's just getting everything possible. More than one game. Why would there be more than one game? There was no replay and there was no two legs. Yeah. So there was. Oh, was was the first game voided for some reason? So they had to replay it. No, no replay. That was abandoned. I've no idea. Who was in the final? Maybe that'll prompt Nick's memory. Well, if I tell you who was in in the final, it, it would it would give away the answer. Ah, what was different? There was more than two. There was games. no European team in the final. No, it's about the format. Oh, it's like a round robin then. You got it, Nick. Yeah, four yes. teams in the final. Ah. It was a group. It was a final group, and it was a round robin. It was called ah, a final four. It was like a little mini league table at the end. And yeah. Table so was, and I'll tell you what, never trust FIFA with anything. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> Uruguay, Brazil, Sweden and Spain in the fight, what they called the final ball. And they all played each other once. But the actual last game to be played in that in that group was actually the decider between um, Uruguay and Brazil, which yeah. Uruguay won. So it was kind of like a, like a cup final as it worked out in the end. Sounds like a yeah. set flatter ideal. Yeah, that, 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 that <laughs> in, in 1950, <laughs> he was probably alive yeah. to be he fair. Then, then, and yeah. you know what, he probably he's probably still doing that. Countries, <laughs> his money. Final place and worked his way around it. Took right, so, he was uh, four like Nick. <laughs> <laughs> right, which country was the only team to go unbeaten in the 2010 World Cup? Germany. No. Who won it in 2010? I don't know. Might have been Germany. Germany hardly ever lose. That's the only reason I said that. Was that the year they actually spanked Brazil? Remember, you can still lose. You can still lose a game in the group stages and go on and win it. Yeah, Spain. You say we're unbeaten all the way through. Only country in that tournament were unbeaten. Oh, hang on. Did they? Argentina. No. Wait, can I? Can you just say the question again? Because I think you'll be specific in what you're saying. I'm guessing it's someone who drew three games and got eliminated. Which country Spain. was the only team to go unbeaten in the 2010 World Cup? Spain. No. No, I think they drew oh, three Norway. games. Norway. Norway. No. Oh, I knew Norway drew three games and went out. Oh. No. 
I reckon no. they drew three games. No, which world, sorry, which World Cup was it? Ghana. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. South Africa. Right. I'll, I'll give you a clue. Fifey, you were right. They drew all three of their group games, but didn't qualify. Oh, it's going to be someone garbage, isn't it? It's going to be an absolute garbage side. I think. It's going to be... I think. I think this is the only World Cup this country has qualified for. I think. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Togo. They they um they drew, they drew with Spain. They did. Australia. I, 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 I think I remember. That's why I said Norway. I thought it was them. Um... Uh, sorry, Joe. No, Scotland didn't want to qualify for that. That was uh, in the last. That was, the that, that was this millennium. South just, just what we think. It South, it's South Africa was twenty ten, I believe. That that Shabalala commentary for that goal was iconic. Goal for South Africa. It's a goal for goal all of Africa. Bafana, Bafana. Two thousand and ten. What's his name? He's the best commentator in the world. Martin Jury, Peter Jury. Peter Jury. Yeah. Uh, no one, no one's got it in the comments yet at the moment either. Everyone's saying that they drew with Spain. <laughs> it's like helpful. But who drew with Spain? Oh. All right, I'll tell you. Australia. It was... No, it wasn't said Australia, but uh, no. New Zealand. I got it. I got ben it. I got, got it. it. Yeah, Ben said. Oh, New that was Rory Fallon. Yeah. Was that Rory Fallon's year? No, it was 2010. Yeah, it was New Zealand. Well done, Ben. Oh. New Zealand. <laughs> it certainly wasn't France or Trinidad yeah. and Tobago, but good guesses. Great everyone. shout, though. All right. Which player shout. has played the most games in the World Cup? Pele. No. Eusebio. No. Sergio oh, is it like the Hungarian guy? What'd you say, Jan? Was it? Sergio Ramos. No. Maradona. No. Is it the Hungarian guy? No. Hey, I'm a Hungarian guy. Is that your impression of a Hungarian guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Sergio, the Hungarian guy. <laughs> No, Argentina haven't been very good this decade for oh. Messi to get very far. I'll give you a clue. Ben Beckenbauer. No. But he was German. Thomas Muller. No. Oh, eager. No. He was around for years, wasn't he? Lipo's got it. Mateus. Loads of Mateus. Yeah, loads of Mateus. Oh. For a oh, yeah. Horrible little bastard. <laughs> Yeah, hey, to be fair, Loka Mateus consoled Chris Waddle after he missed the penalty in 1990. So he, was, he weren't that yeah, bad. Yeah, he wouldn't. Just some other notable mentions, just because they're absolutely class. Uh, that, that should be Perlo. Um, and then Maldini. two shouts for Maldini. What a oh, player Maldini, Maldini was. A player. Absolute Maldini. silk. For a bonus oh. point, can anyone guess the amount of appearances that Loka Mateus made? Uh, 25. Oh, well done, Ben. Spot on. Fuck off. Whoa. <laughs> 25. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Come on, tell tomorrow, boys. That and New Zealand. How is it you can tell? New Zealand. How is it you can remember New Zealand? You can guess he's done 25 World Cup appearances, but you can't just simply sign a contract to get a TV delivered. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I signed that contract. It said 
press right. I've got a text message from Sky going. Oh, <laughs> look what you've done, Ben. Ben, John, ben, John, ben, ben. texting on this YouTube. It's a nightmare. Oh, <laughs> My same point to Nick. You're never, you're never going to live it down, Ben. I think this whole Sky thing. Oh, do you know it's it's a press this button to it. So I've got to press the text button. <laughs> oh, press we don't need to go through it again. It. Next question. Um, who is the all time top goal scorer in the World Brilliant. Cup? Hello. No. You say the It's more modern times. Muller. No. Oh, Muller's a great shout. Um, closer. Yeah, closer's correct, oh, I think. Damn, yeah. You just weren't you just weren't closer enough, was her? Oh. <laughs> For a bonus point. Can anyone guess how many goals? Twelve. Closer. No. Nine. No. Eighteen. Was this correct? Sixteen. Oh, yes. Right. I just wasn't closer enough, was I? No, you weren't, mate. Not close enough. Uh, right. Which footballer is the only three-time World Cup winner? Pele. Yeah, that's correct, Ben. Yeah. Uh... He actually was, didn't... One of the answers was going to be Pele. Yeah, actually, Pele was yeah, yeah, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Pele didn't actually play in the '62 um, World Cup final, but um, FIFA retrospectively gave him a winners' medal. Of course, they did. Back... Yeah, because back then only the the players who played in in the yeah. final got medals, not the squad. But he got a medal, so he is classed as a free time a free time World Cup winner. I retrospectively got a medal for Swindon's League 2 title winning campaign for turning up as well. <laughs> we know you're good at turning up, got, I retrospectively got a Sky um, Glass TV. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> They're crap anyway, Ben. Don't bother with it. Oh, Unless, of course, anyone from Sky is watching and would like to sponsor us, in which case... <laughs> yeah. We love you. Not. Right. Um... <laughs> you can fuck off, Mike. Let me just check. Um, Pele's not an answer for the rest of the questions, mate. So, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to come up with something else. Well, so, right I just there. keep shouting, Eusebio, he's got to turn up at some point. No, he's not. I'll put you out of your misery now. He's, he's not an answer. So, so there's no Eusebio and there's no John Say. What is going on? What sort of quiz is this? Yeah. Right. Brazil's Mario Zagallo and West Germany's Franz Beckenbauer yeah. have won the World Cup as both player and manager. Yeah. There's one more person who's won it as player and manager. Didier Deschamps. It? Well done, Fifey. Yeah, well done. Didier. Oh. Didier. Yes, he did. <laughs> right. Why doesn't that get up? Oh. <laughs> That's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how many goals in total have England scored in the World Cup? We've played in 15 tournaments. Ooh, 14 goals. I would. <laughs> 14 goals in 15 tournaments. Because, because everyone always says how negative we are, so we clearly don't score goals. And did anyone watch the tournament in Brazil where we couldn't even fucking get over the halfway line? Never mind, shoot. I would say. I'd say we're on about 51. No. no. Remember, we'd have played 45 games at least. 120. Great. Uh, no. 65. No. 99. Uh, no. 
A hundred. If you guessed yet. A hundred and. Oh, look, the cat's blocking his Google search. hundred and. No, it's not. A hundred and. No, you, you was all wrong. The closest was uh, was uh, with 99. It was 91 goals. Oh, yes, John, come on. So, point goes oh, to Wazza. Uh, so, we're no. about half, halfway through. So, I'll just give you a score check. Um, Wazza and Ben are joint in the lead with seven. Who goes in descending order? I, I do. So, it's, it's just... <laughs> and then it's Fifey and Nick both on five. So, it's pretty close. It's close. All, all, all to play for in the... Did you uh, give him a Brian Robson? Sorry? Yes, I had get off. Brian Robson was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag let Nick have the point. Yeah. Oh, I need them. You know I'm shite in quizzes. <laughs> right. Which country um, became the first from Africa to compete at a World Cup? Cameroon. No. Morocco. Egypt. Nick's correct. It was oh, what a Nick. They were in the that was their first World Cup. Right. Um in 1962, what happened to Jimmy Greaves when he collected a stray dog during uh, England's quarter final with Brazil? It bit him. got bit. No. Peed on him. Yeah, you got it right. Um you got it, Ben. Yeah, it, it pissed on him. And because and because they didn't have a change of shirts, he had to wear that shirt for the whole game. <laughs> well, at least the defenders wouldn't go near him. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a story. Razor Ruddock used to deliberately piss himself, which is odd because he's... A, a well, I show because he's a big fat slob. That's why. No, yeah, he was just pissed him. up. That's what it was. <laughs> which I thought was odd because he's a defender, not a striker. If you're striking, you did it. It keeps defenders off you. If you're a defender and you do it, that's just a bit odd. He was just pissed, Razor. That's what it was. <laughs> he probably is. But yeah, no, he used to say he deliberately peeing to sometimes. Twat. Right. In, in, I um, do believe he also represented his nation on one occasion. He did, Razor. Yeah, it was it great Graham when Graham Taylor was manager? And they say they just give England caps away. Yeah, he, yeah. Graham Taylor definitely did. Um <laughs> In in 1966, in North 1966. Korea, North yeah. Korea beats Italy in one of the biggest shocks in World Cup history. What ground was that game played at? Ayrson Park. Well done, Nick. Yeah, Ayrson Park. Remember it well. Don't shake your head, Fifey. I'm getting fucking spanked. It was Right, so, um, who was the first England player to be sent off at the World Cup? Oh, um... Jack Charlton. No. Oh, I do know this. Brian Robson? No. This is before our time, was it? Yeah, we're, we're not in this one. That's, great fair, 20, That's 20, a great 20, shout, John. Ray Wilkins. That's yes, him. he's correct. Yeah, uh, they both got sent off in that game, didn't they? What a lovely! They both man get sent off. I don't know. Well, one got injured, I think, and went off. Yeah, I think Robson got injured. Injured, that game. yeah, yeah, shoulder. 
Um, uh, you know, Joe, you know, that might not have been the right answer, but that was the first player I remember being sent off yeah. for England. Yeah, that cheeky little back. Could we have been that well disciplined? <laughs> for a bonus point, do you want to know what he got sent off for? It was a second yellow. Do you know what the, the actual offence was that he did, Ray Wilkins? Uh, Swore at the ref. No. no, he threw the ball at him. That's right, Nick. Yeah, he threw the yes. ball at the ref. Yeah. Points out now, willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, he wants Nick to win because he took Brian Robson off me. Half <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuck. Do you know what? Do you know what, Ben? I reckon it was Brian Robson that took your telly off you and all. I <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> No, it was Nick. Nick's got a sky glass telly. Yeah, he's got a sky glass In in twenty eight the the twenty eighteen World Cup holds Ooh, the record. We're in water. Holds the record for the most what? Goals. No. Yellow Sending cards. offs. No. Offsides. No. Corners. No. Amount of inappropriate internet internet content about the fans <laughs> in the stadiums. No. Just <laughs> watched. You were close with goals. Own goals. Yeah, you got it, Hyphy. For a bonus point, do you want to guess how many? Four. Seven. Six. No. Eight. Six. No. Five. Nine. Seven. <laughs> I said seven. No, four. Oh, we could be here a while. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, well done, Fifey. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh it no. Twelve own goals. Twelve. Wow. And how many of those were John Stones and Harry Maguire? Yeah. Mm. Right. <laughs> Which country will go to Qatar in their first World Cup in sixty-four years? Wales. Yeah, that's it, five feet. Well done, oh, five feet. Super Johnny, yes, sir. Who is England's all-time goal scorer at the World Cup? Uh, Lineker. Gary yeah, Lineker. That's right, Nick. I want yes. to say Lineker, yeah. Wow. For a, bonus, for a bonus point, do you know how many goals? Six. No. Fifteen. Nine. No. Sixteen. Twelve. 13. Seven. 13. Ten. 11. What did you say, Ben? 10? Yeah, you got it, mate. 10 goals. Right, in, um, in, in 1950, India, India qualified... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've got to flash that one. <laughs> 47. Super Gary Lineker. Whoa. Brilliant. Um, in, in 1950, India qualified for the competition, but withdrew partly due to financial reasons and partly for another reason. Can you guess that reason? One of their players yeah. claimed to be 21 and he was actually 64. <laughs> uh, kit? Didn't have no. Kit. They love um, cricket instead. <laughs> It so they must have, you know, they must have wanted to go, but there was a reason. It's <laughs> just everyone else in that qualifying group was that shit. India but, didn't even try and qualify. There was a rule <laughs> that FIFA had that India didn't want to adhere to. Basically, we're talking about something that's very. Um, oh, uh, FIFA insisted that they get a bum 
and India refused to pay it? No. <laughs> India didn't pay it. They, they, they weren't allowed to wear their turbans. No, no. That was a good, good, good shout, um, Nick. But um, no, FIFA required them to wear football boots and Indian players played barefoot. So they refused. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That was quite, yeah. Ow. That was 1950. <laughs> oh, to be fair, fair play to Lipo there. Well, like, yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah, it was down to the boots. The chemist. <laughs> I was going to say the chemist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bloody boots. Okay, what year was the first Women's World Cup held? 1958. Wait, no. no I'm sure Woody's back. told us this before. Because was women's Come football on, not a thing before men's football? Before the, around no, the war. 36? No. 32? No, it's it's not. It, you, you're, it's, it's no, not gonna say. You're, you're not even. You're, you're nowhere near. 1994? No. Is it in the same year as the World Cup men's World no, Cup? No, it's not. It's, it's no, not they never played in the same year. Ninety-five. Oh. Woody says he has told us. Woody, what is the year then? You twonk. John's saying eighty-four. Eighty-five. Ninety-one. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Fifey, well done. You were born, Fifey. I was. I was one. It's easy as zero. This is getting in, very close. This in nineteen ninety one, on Friday, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> who who was the youngest player ever to play in the World Cup? Uh, Pelle, no, it's not Pelle. We're not doing that anymore, are we? Uh, youngest player. <laughs> it's not an English player, Ben, and any players. No, I, I said Pelle, but it's not him. Oh, she right. said this answer is not Pelle for the rest of the tournament. Um, I should know this, really, shouldn't I? Youngest player. Was he wow. European? Messi. Yeah, Euro oh, okay. It was European. Ronaldo. No. Figo. Shout. No. Sedan. No. no. Oh, I'll put you out of your misery. Um, it was uh, Norman Whiteside for Northern Ireland. In it? Oh, really? yeah. 17 <laughs> years, 42 oh, days. Right. One, there, there's, oh, definitely, yeah, so, there's definitely some Googling going on here, look. Because just as the answer comes oh, out, Woody. Whiteside. Whiteside. I knew that answer. I knew it was Whiteside. Yeah, you're of that era, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've been two years old. I wasn't even two then. Yeah, I, I said Nick should have got one earlier because he was four. Yeah. <laughs> right, next one then. In the 2018 World Cup. Oh, we're in again, was Egyptian goalkeeper Esam El Hadori. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I believe it's El Hadori. El Hadori then. Uh, became the oldest player ever to play in the World Cup. How old was he? 49. Nope. 47. No. 45. Yep, yeah, you got it, right, was a 45. I, I guess. I see you keep checking the chat, was a well done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. My Wi Fi isn't quick enough to keep up with the chat, mate. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Um, when... uh, thank you to everyone who is watching for joining in. It's, it's nice to know that I'm not the only one consistently getting these wrong. <laughs> well, you, you're doing all right at the moment. It's not too, not too bad. It's better than when we did the Swindon quiz, that's for sure. 
<laughs> yeah, we know more about Egyptian goalkeepers than we do about Swindon Town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a trail for this episode. Yeah. Oh, just lucky numbers. <laughs> Quite a lot of yeah. We just got to fill the gap while Craig has another drink. Yeah, well, I'm getting a bit of a dry throat, so... <laughs> yeah. um, you want to try doing this twice a week, mate? Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Guys, 20... we've done well, because he's been on mute for the past 20 minutes. We've done really well. <laughs> Come on, Thomas. <laughs> right. when, um, when England were knocked out of the 2006 World Cup on penalties by Portugal... Yeah. Who was the only England player to convert their penalty? Ashley Cole. No. Steven Gerrard. No. Frank Lampard. No. Owen no. Hargreaves. Yeah, you got it. Five feet. Yes. Oh. Yeah, well Good shout. Do you know what? If if he wasn't made of fucking paper, he would have been an absolute he player. Great, hold, great holding Indeed. midfielder, wasn't he? Yeah. He was class. I would have been quite happy for him to sit in front of our back too. Yeah. <laughs> Even now, with one well, leg. Get, well, get I don't it. know. He's he's a bit. Sh- his form's a bit shaky on BT or whatever it is he oh, does. He's, he's no Louis Reed. Yeah. <laughs> right, right that, then, that, that's the topic for the chat. Oh, Pico in Hargreaves or Louis Reed? Who do we want? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, back to Russia, twenty eighteen. Nice. Where England lost their final group match 1-0 to Belgium. Dude. Who was the former Man United player who scored? Adnan Yanazai. Yeah, you got it. It was a... Yeah, Yanazai. <laughs> yeah, it was me, Fifey. Oh, it's not nice, is it, Fifey? No, I'll tell you why that was, was Because I gave you a full and definitive Adnan Yanazai. He went, uh, Janazai. It's not yeah, even Janazai. It's Yanazai. Oh, Fifey. Yanazai, uh, got that. Oh, fucking ridiculous. It, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do you, do, you want to, um, do you want to know the scores as we get into the final question? Yeah, oh, go we're on. at the final question. Right. Yeah, we're at the final question. So we've got Waza, Ben and Nick on nine. Yeah. And then Fifey's in the lead on ten. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, boy. So I'm hoping that Fifey gets this wrong, or if someone gets this right other than Fifey... You're going to have to Google another question. The yeah, you're going to have to Google another question. <laughs> Can you mute him? By the way, <laughs> if I don't win this look, Joe knows fucking robbed. Nah, sorry, this is Joe, the come from behind feel-good story Hollywood's been looking for. <laughs> All right, you drama queen. <laughs> Okay, right. Final, final question, then, lads. You watched this be from nineteen thirty something. Yeah, uh, but well, it is. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I mean, I didn't know this this one, so yeah, I, I don't <sighs> think any of you will get it. Probably. Oh, right. great. Each, each country has a star on their shirt to show the number of World Cups that they've won. Like yes. England, we've got one star on our badge, haven't we? Yeah. Despite only winning it twice, why do Uruguay only? Ha- um, why does Uruguay? Have four stars. So Uruguay have only won the World Cup twice, but they have four stars on their badge. Why do they have four stars? Is it because two of them are part of the actual badge and not the gold stars? No. They include Copper America. Because they won the first World Cup. No. Copper America wins? No. Finalists. Ben's desperate to take this to a tiebreaker. 
<laughs> I'd love Joe. I don't know how this would work, but I'd love Joe to be right, just with a random. Well, the the um the two uh, stars that they um uh well Woody's close. Woody's close. They had two. They got a star because <laughs> of the Olympics. That's what Woody's yeah. saying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was um, basically they won the 1924-1928 um, Olympics in football. And because at the time, before the 1930 World Cup was held, um, FIFA recognised them as the world champions. So they were allowed to have the two stars. Oh. So, also... so to clarify, nobody got that right, which means... Which means, yeah, Fifey, you are the winner. Congratulations. Well done, Fifey. Yes! It's well about done, time! On 1-1! One, one. And that was also why um, Uruguay were the hosts for the first World Cup in 1930, because they were technically the world champions, according to FIFA. So why are you booing? Yeah. <laughs> boo. Oh, boo. Boo. oh, that's better. Thank you. Well done. Well done, guys. That was really close. Yeah. Brian Robson robbed me. Brian Robson. <laughs> oh, give it a rest. <laughs> Look, just because I've got your telly as well, it's no need to keep on. <laughs> I said to Sky, it, they said they've only got one left, but it's just on its way. I said, I'll have it. <laughs> That's a great shout from Mike, by the way, Fifey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. What did Mike yeah. say? Put it up then, Fifey. Come on. Put that up then. Put it up. Yeah. Um, Put it I, up. I will. I will. Okay, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> for, for anyone on audio, the yeah. comment that I'm flashing up on screen <laughs> is Mike suggesting that the winner buys the drinks, which which yeah. is fine. When we when we go to our second location and the drinks of a price that my pay packet can stretch to, I will buy the drinks. In the meantime, everyone was as massive. <laughs> um, so it's, it's five. That's good, Craig. Well then, that's good. Now then, yeah. Something. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Is what? Sorry, Ben. Kings defend the indefensible now or something? Right? Oh no, I haven't done. I haven't done that. No, no, no. It's it's just you get you get the uh, the pleasure of. Um, let, let me see if I can Having remember how to do this now. You get the pleasure of uh, this happy smiley face just on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd like to thank my mum and my dad. Um, I'd like to thank Craig for the quiz. You, you I'd like thank, to thank. You want to thank Sky as well, don't you? I'd, I'd like to thank Sky for distracting Ben. And, I'd like and, I'd like to thank Nick. Ryan Robson. For, yeah. right, <laughs> thank, I'd like to thank Nick for being four in the fifties. Um, I'd like to thank Wazza um, for just being a younger, better-looking, richer version of me um uh, but most of all I'd, I'd like to thank um joe woody and everyone in the chat who feels sorry for me and has been messaging me all of the answers throughout thank you very much oh, uh, that's obviously not true <laughs> to point you'll win <laughs> do do i get to see the back of ben's head tomorrow and a hug off his dad asks joe I don't believe uh, uh, I don't believe his yes, dad will be in attendance. My, it's only Freddie and I tomorrow, so uh, you get to see the back of my head and the back of Freddie's head. And if you come down, you get a hug as well. Oh, you're giving hugs away, are you, Ben? Oh, I think Ben wants one. I think Ben one needs one. one. I need one. 
Yeah, he's had a traumatic day today. He's had a traumatic day. I don't want to But the thing is, you say that, he's got someone who we've seen walk across the screen no more than, I'm guessing, probably four steps from him. <laughs> Quite easily give him a hug. Ben will want a hug, but Nick yeah. will nick it. Can't believe Fifey didn't flank his cat. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, gents, Craig, thank you very much for that quiz. I very much enjoyed it. It's always better when you win as well. <laughs> um, uh, Paul Cad is there tomorrow with the League Two trophy. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Um, just to take the piss out of crew, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just because why not? Um, That's as Here you are, top. <laughs> That's brilliant. All right, lads. Um, you were top when it's finished. <laughs> on a on a on a serious note, don't please do remember that um, that that Claire and a, a number of other volunteers will be around tomorrow collecting. There's also the collection on Boxing Day for the other charity we mentioned. Please do get in touch with those involved if you'd like more information. And if you or anyone you know is is involved in a in a charitable fundraiser and you'd like a little bit of promotion. We are more than happy to do so for a good cause. Um, anyone going to the game tomorrow, be very loud. Bring home the points for us. Uh, but all that's left to say, I think, is uh, from, from Thomas the Tank, from BTB, from Ocus Road, and from Wazza. Uh, we will see you again on Monday, where we start, please remember, at the earlier time of 8pm, because we have a special guest joining the panel, Mr. Reese. Evans. Uh, from everyone at Falls Machine, thank you very much for your time. Good night. Take my hands, take my whole life too, but I can't help falling in love with you.